0: But once in a lifetime, you need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast. Oh, we'll get started. Sorry for the confusion, guys. That was my bad. I'm going to try and do all the success calls on Zoom just because I feel like the quality is so much better. And so if you guys are ever wondering, it most likely will be Zoom. You can always get on there. And I'll start throwing it on the Slack channel. I'll make sure I'm invited to that or whatever and throw it on there for you guys. But I'm seriously stoked to interview Bree today for our success call to hear more about her story, about her successes, what's doing. She's obviously doing something right because every week she's on the leaderboards and she has been in kind of since the beginning. And so I'm super stoked to hear from her and have you guys learn from her and hear the Florida tricks. Bree, did you get Wi-Fi? Did you get where you're trying to go?
1: I no, the whole parking lot full and inside is super busy. So I just, I just parked it in the back. All right. hopefully my phone doesn't pop out. I have my iPad just in case.
0: Okay. Perfect. I can hear you pretty good so far. So we'll see what happens.
1: I have extended mobile. So don't expect too
0: much. <laughs> don't expect much. Hey, well, maybe with some of these paychecks, you can maybe upgrade that.
1: <laughs>
0: maybe. Okay. Perfect. Well, Bria, I honestly don't know. I know that you're from, like, Michigan or something. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm,
1: like, right
0: here. You're, like, right there. I can't see what you're trying to show me. I don't know if you are trying to show me something, but.
1: Oh, it's oh. the man. use are hands as a, a map oh. on the west side
0: by the lake. Oh, west side by the lake. Okay, now I can see you. Perfect. But that's awesome. So you grew up, are you from there your whole life, born and raised?
1: Yeah, born and raised in Muskegon, Michigan.
0: Wow, that is wild. And you heard about this job through TikTok, is that right?
1: So, Jared Turtis, the other quarter rep, I'm friends with him. We've been friends for like eight years, I think. Okay. And he met Diego through TikTok. So it kind of started there. And then he told me, I'm going to Florida. And I was like, I want to go to Florida. So then here I am. And then I got Hannah down here and I got Luke down here. A couple more reps
0: coming this summer. So. Wow, that's Michigan's awesome. Michigan's
1: taking over Florida.
0: It sounds like <laughs> it. So it wasn't exactly through TikTok, but it was. Like, your friend that found it through TikTok found you type of thing. Dang, yes. that is crazy. Are you happy you're here? Like, has this been life-changing oh, for you?
1: You have no idea. Like, we don't come from, like, our hometown's not, like, luxurious, like, rich, loaded neighborhoods. So mm-hmm. it's, like, a huge opportunity to get out of Muskegon. you our hometown, if you don't leave Muskegon, you're in Muskegon, like, your whole life. Wow. So, me leaving was, like, the adults were, like, wow, if like, you got out, good job. And I was, like, I got out. No <laughs> I'm not coming way. back either. <laughs> so, it's, like,
0: a big deal to leave. It's, like, you're doing something yeah. life-changing. Wow. That's wild. And summer sales, you probably never really heard of summer sales or door-to-door sales. Did you even know, really, what you were getting yourself into?
1: Not at all. We don't have any door knockers in my hometown.
0: Wow. Or
1: anywhere close to us. We don't have... Or witnesses or anything
0: like that. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Being from Utah, it's very, very normal. All of us know about summer sales, door to door sales. It's not like some weird thing, but I'm sure for you guys, it's so abstract to say, hey, let's go knock doors all summer.
1: Yeah, it was out of the norm for sure. So, I'm a server back home, so it's kind of like, oh, I'm good with people. if I can talk to someone I don't know uh-huh. for 30 minutes to an hour at a table. Like, what's the difference? 15, 10 minutes on the door or five minutes? To
0: Totally. Which I'm sure it actually is super similar, right? In a lot of ways. Yeah. So, I'm really
1: good at building rapport.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you are. That's awesome. That's super cool. How's it been recruiting your friends? Have they been shocked? Has it have they been like, What what are you doing? Are you serious? Like
1: Oh, so many people are like, Can I come down? I'm like, I know you, your worth ethic you needs to improve a little this job is like you have to be focused, you have to monitor the time and to do good totally study like, hours. You can't just oh I practiced my pitch one time during training at the morning meeting and think you're gonna be okay, like you have to production time. And like Jake and Diego when I first got down here with practice pitch all the time. So like all my success kinda like him, those two Carson, they
0: all really helped me out, so. Totally, totally. A lot of practice. Every good rep is from a good leader usually, so that's really, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well that's awesome, I'm excited to hear how you're doing so well. I can already guess a few things just from your past and your background, but I'm curious, Whenever you came out here at the beginning, did you just plan on setting all summer or did you have like a timeline that you were going to start setting then closing? Like, what was your thoughts when you first got here?
1: Well, I thought I would have a really big setback because I'd never done sales before. And he was was selling because I had chocolate bars like in middle school. So I thought it was going to take like two, three months until I even probably self-gen to get to that level. And then closing, I was like, hopefully I'll be good at this. Like, I really adapt well and then I can do it midsummer, but mm-hmm. we've seen that I excel a little quicker than I thought I was going to. Totally. So I'm, a, I'm really happy about that.
0: Which I think is by, good. By the, of, by the end of Bree's first week, we, we literally she, I don't know if she knows this, but we were all, all like, Bree's going to be the gnarliest closer. She doesn't know, but she's going to swing. Is. That's awesome. <laughs> so after her first done. week, Diego knew your leaders knew that you should start closing. It sounds like. Well,
1: my first day, I pulled four bills it was a three or four I don't remember but my first door pulled a bill second door pulled the bill I was like this is gonna be
0: fun this is gonna be a good year that's awesome that's so cool and so when you're setting obviously you're a good setter and you learn how to do that quick and then did you transition to self-genning for a while um or did you just kind of jump into clothing for the people pretty quick
1: oh no I self-gen a little bit I self um our situation for is a little different because we've had housing like little issues and like People would come out and then leave. It was just kind of like a weird situation out here. But I self gemmed for a couple of weeks, got, I think, like five or six, and then uh, started – the guys had to leave for some retreat you guys did in Orlando. Uh-huh. So that was kind of like my step up my position. I got to show them a leader, kind of. Totally. So I had to take some of their appointments, and then it kind of sprung from there. Like, okay, well, she can do this. For sure. And then sure. they just – they believed in me. They'd been – I don't know where I would have been, but they believed in me. They kind of like gave me a branch, and I just took in and ran.
0: That's awesome. It always seems to go like that. Like, If you guys are ready to do something, the time will come, right? Maybe the, like maybe you're ready before the time comes, but the time will come for Bree. In your situation, all leaders left. We had that big retreat in Florida, in Orlando, right? And when that happened, it was time for someone to step up and you were the, the one that was ready. And it's been a blessing ever since probably for that. So that's super, super cool. So I want to kind of retract and rewind because I want everybody to learn how to set, self-chant, and close throughout this call. And so, in my opinion, I have three theories, and I think that you guys maybe can agree with these or disagree with these, but you'll hear me talk about them a lot. My first one is everybody that can set can close. If you can set appointments, you can close appointments. It doesn't matter who you are. The second theory is if you can't figure out how to set within 30 days, then you never will. Kind of harsh. But my third theory kind of contradicts my second one. And my third theory is, you don't really learn how to set till you learn how to close.
1: I kind of agree with the third. I mean, I did really well setting, but there got a point where I started self-shitting, I felt like I just sucked at setting. I was like, "Well, I can close better than I can set. And the thing was my time management, I was struggling on that aspect, Mm -hmm. and when I started closing, I would realize when I would knock, I would pull so many more bills. because I knew the information and what to hold back and then what to put and give to the homeowners to just get my foot in the door.
0: Totally. I feel like
1: the third one, I kind of agree with.
0: Totally. And the reason I say the second one is because after 30 days, if you haven't figured out setting, you need to do something else. You need to switch it up. You need to try and start closing maybe to try and learn how to set better, Right. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again every day, forever, and never change something, you're not gonna get a different result. It's gonna be the exact same outcome. And so that's why in my opinion, after 30 days, if you don't have setting down, either way you should try and start closing or start prepping to close. That way you learn how to set better. And so everybody on this call, whether you're a setter, a closer, a self-gen rep, whatever it is, I would encourage you guys to start closing soon, that way you can get it down but everything that Bree teaches you about self-genning, closing, et cetera, is going to help you learn how to set, in my opinion, too. And so we'll go back to the beginning of setting. Bree, when you first got here, opposed to now, is your door approach different, or have you been using the same door approach the whole time?
1: Um, only thing I can really tell is just more relaxed. Okay. And I'm more, I'm more on like, um, them. Like I said, I'm really big on rapport. i feel like, Down here, it's so saturated in some areas that we hit that you have to be the person that sticks out, not just, hey, I want to sell you something. It's more of like, hey, I want to be your best friend. So I've seen, like, becoming their friends before I even really talk kind of business is the biggest thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because the people down here, they've had 15 people in the last two, one month to two months, and you have to be the one that sticks out. Yeah. So if you, like, if you have that one, like, special sentence that can just kind of spark them, I think that can... A
0: whole different scenario if you're
1: closing or not. Awesome. So Maybe
0: you're, if you're just setting so, so set close. Yeah. So your pitch is fairly similar since the beginning, yeah, but now be your you're pitch. just more relaxed. Now you're just more building more rapport, just a little more chill, but you're saying the same thing since the beginning. Yep. Awesome. So what is your pitch? I know it's the net meter pitch probably, but what is your pitch? How does it go? Like if I was the customer, if we were to role play, let's let's get a role play so everyone can hear this
1: it's been me okay Ooh, on the spot it's more just like hey i'm just here buying up your net meter called Marsh, installed it uh six to six months to a year ago and they're like well, they're just like what's that i just kind of give the rundown like oh let's go check it out i always pull them out that's huge once they're out the door they're out of their element and then you're they're kind of in your element so you have control you have the reins and then once i have them out nine out of ten nine out of ten times they come with me and then big thing compliment them one thing one or two things Car, their outfit, their hair, like, doesn't matter. Compliment them on something that's positive. So will have a positive mindset going, going to the meter. Once you're there, I just, um, it's a state funded program we're doing. To try to qualify you guys. It's really going to help benefit you guys. And I make sure here it's a big money aspect. So I make sure I hit points on like, there's no upfront fees. I mean, there's no upfront costs, no hidden fees, all the stipulations that the all, private companies would have, like we're going to take care of you and make sure they, think that we're just here to help them. Awesome. And then they usually ask a couple questions like, oh, how was my move? And that's just simple like, oh, you send me a CC form and then you go into those details. But I always when I'm pitching, I always like drop my pitch, make something about them. Like like I said, compliment them, build that rapport up and then hop right back into it. Ask a question like, does that make sense? How that works? Like how Does and that meter make sense? So I'll exchange of credits here, credits back. Like it's the new dial, not the old spin dial. And then once I kind of have them on my side, after I know they like me, then it's kind of smooth sailing. It's like, oh, want to go grab that bill real quick? And then I always shake my head like, yeah, because when I shake my head, like, you just shake your head. Mm-hmm. So, like, like when I'm like this, they're like, yeah. I'm like, paper or online? They're like, oh, paper. I'm like, oh, yeah, go grab it real quick. Instantly put my head down. Like, I'm typing something. I'm not doing anything. But, I'm like, yeah, go grab it real quick. Awesome. That's so cool. So, they, they can't really say no at that point because I know they have a bill. I know they have it on paper. I know it's inside, and then they come back and I'm like, oh, thanks, sweetheart. Like, da da da. da. Let's get you qualified. And then qualify as many times as you can, because like Jake told me, people want what they can't have. As long as you make it um, something that they want and they know it's going to benefit them, it's smooth sailing from there.
0: That's awesome. So I have a few questions about this pitch. So let's just say hypothetically they don't have the paper bill and they don't they don't have an online login. What do you guys do down there?
1: Um, I call Golf Power. I go with okay. your permission. It's okay if I give golf a call real quick. We work along with them so I can just get the kill out usage. I always have an example on my iPod. I have it pulled up, honestly. It's
0: always pulled up. I was going to go knock earlier. What I personally do is someone, someone's got an email or they have some type of something, like everyone does, where you call you call Duke or you call golf, and I've always gotten their account number and and then just help them log in. That way they have it for the future,
1: too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I pulled this up. It.
0: So it's, just right down it's, down. Just,
1: it's just an example. And then I always, like, hide the, the number. Like, this is your neighbor, actually, um, Gregory. I just pull the kill out usages, same thing as a graph, a little more accurate. As long as you have two more minutes, um, I can get this going for you. And then they're usually like, okay, two minutes. Like, awesome. You've been out here for five minutes already. It's usually – no one really has a problem with it. And then when you call Dolph power, they ask for, like, a social – so i like, I always make it like super um, transparent with them. Like, I don't want any private information. You take my phone, put that social in, and push the hide button. Once you make it known that you don't want like any private information, that's a huge like, okay, I can trust her. Mm-hmm. Trust is huge out here. Like some of my clothes is like self-gen. They're like, you've talked to Meraki, SunPro, just we trust you. And I'm like, that's a huge thing for everyone that does sell. They have to trust the person that they're talking to. They're not going to want to go through it.
0: Totally. totally. We'll get
1: scammed all the time. So sure. it's like you have to be their best friend. You can't be just
0: a salesperson on the door. For sure. That's cool. And so that's how you do it. You try and build way more rapport. You say, hey, I'm just going to call them real quick. You tell them you're going to call them, et cetera. If you can't get the bill from them through all these te- different techniques and they say, oh, come back later, do you go back later when you were setting full time? Or what's your opinion on follow-ups or go-backs?
1: Um, I have a follow-up day. So I'm a black like hour off and I'll do all my follow-ups in that time. That way I'm not messing up my not time or my closing time. So if I have people setting for me or I have self-taught appointments, I'll make sure I put like follow-up time. That way I can kind of interview with that. Like yesterday, I took an hour and a half and I went to like five different people and then got their stuff figured out. Dang. So I always make time for those people because it's really hard to be like, oh, yeah, I'll follow up this time. Like, and you know you have an appointment or you know you need to knock. You can't. That's what the time management thing. You have to make sure you have that set time. You can't. Be like, oh, I'll come back at this time knowing you need to, that's prime time or something.
0: For sure, for sure. So that's kind of what you <laughs> do is uh, you have a blocked off hour. Is that every day or one day a week? Or what's that, what's that hour, where um, do you find that?
1: It's just depending on um, like what i have going on, how many follow ups I do have. Like I had a lot this week that I needed to like important things, I was closing so it's a little different. But with setting, I usually do like twice a week, like an hour, like twice a week, like Tuesday and Thursday like a Tuesday and a Friday, end of the week, each the people are there, they're more happy, so.
0: So even for bills, like you will do that. Can. So even if you don't have the, even if you're setting and you can't get their bill, not for closing, but for setting, you'll say, hey, can I come, I'll come back tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening during my follow-up hour is what you tell them.
1: Yeah, I put them on my time. So I'm like, I'm super busy, but I'll block this time off for you and I can feel like it's like an importance to them, like mm-hmm. as it is to me. So I'll be like, I'll be on this time, I'll be back this day, and like will your husband be home, da 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 Sometimes. Hopefully you can get a same day, uh, same time, same day, but I'll get that bill, go back, and then talk to those spouses, make sure they're both on board, and
0: then go from there. Cause I feel like a lot of setters, they get lost in follow-ups. Like they set, they don't set the appointment in the first place, and they put it on their calendar for like three hours from now, and then they just run around trying to chase past homeowners without ever knocking new doors, which pretty much yeah. have the same probability of giving you a bill as someone else does, almost, right? So it's, it's okay to have follow-ups, but you gotta have a strategy like you do to make sure you don't just waste your time running in circles. That's cool. That's and awesome. For, like,
1: the same area. So, like if I have, um, like this area is over here, I have like three follow ups, and this area I have like two, I'll try to block those ones off for different days so I don't have to go here, drive 10 minutes over here, five minutes over here, then go back. And That's just a waste of time. Totally. <laughs> and I totally. gotta give you time efficient.
0: That's awesome. That's cool. Where'd you learn that trick? Is that from your leaders you just came up with on your own or?
1: Oh, oh no! I'm awful at time management. That's all my leaders. That's awesome. <laughs> I kind of just listen to them, see how they plan their day out. Like Diego and Jake, and like Jonah, they write everything in their schedule. So I learned like I have to, I have to have everything written out to be organized. Mm-hmm. And then since I've been doing that, wow, I've been doing a lot better.
0: Totally. If you just write out every hour of your day what you're gonna do at what time, you'll be a million times better. Seriously, right? That's cool. Yeah, I
1: have to write mine out. Like I have a notebook. Like, I have Google Calendar, but I have to put on that, so I have the notification come on my phone, have my paper once, so I write it, I remember it
0: better. Totally, that's awesome, that's super cool. Well, I wanna open up to some questions real fast for you guys about setting. Usually the way we've been doing these calls lately is we have a setting section, a question section, a closing section, and a question, question section. And so I want you guys to be able to ask her anything that you want to know about how to set more appointments, What the approach is, follow-up questions, how to get bills in these different situations, whatever it is, so we can all learn together. So do you guys have any questions so far about setting for Bree? And maybe not, because we're all closers on this call. I'm not sure. Bree, I got I got a question. Um Justin, you're you're just so good at building rapport with people is there anything you like specifically will look for as far as like when you go to check the meter or is it just literally anything you can get your eye on um, or any like pointers as far as that goes
1: um when i go up to a house i always look at cars sometimes they'll have like a license plate a border just if it's a team i'm like oh you're a bama fan like oh i find sports for bama and then that's kind of like oh you know sports if it's a girl um, my nails are painted i mean I'm easy because like, I always have mine done so it's like oh I love your nails or i love your outfit I love your hair color being girls a little bit easier getting rapport with the girls but the guys um if they have a truck guys love their trucks any kind of car like oh is that the new charger like that's an srt Ooh, Scat Pack. and then um dogs if they have a dog you mention that dog There's, like my dog is my i always say it's my son jacks so if they have a if they have a dog, make sure you like point out the dog. Like, oh my gosh, your dog's so cute, da 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 da. Because if it's like me, that's my baby. If someone likes my baby, then I like them. So.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Great question and good feedback. Good pointers. Things to look for. Any other questions for Bree about setting or return appointments or whatever else? Uh question. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Go
1: ahead. No, you can go.
0: There you go. Okay, I'll go. Great. Okay, and you're you're obviously a champion when it comes to people. Um, what do you do when you're like when after you're you're heading to an appointment and you get there and they're hesitant to let you in? Oh,
1: I pitch them all over again. I make yeah. I make sure they're like, hey, this is like a really good opportunity for you. It's not gonna be around that much longer. I make it like a pullbacks, so like like it may not be here in a couple months. You need to take advantage of it yeah. now. And then, um, like, I had happened to me a couple weeks ago with uh, Vanessa Greenlee. He was like, yeah, I'm not really into solar. Like, I don't think this is gonna be good. I don't think it's gonna be good for us. Then I was like, look, this is gonna be the best bet for you guys to save the most money. Um, we're just here to help you. If anything, just take 15 minutes of our consultation. Listen, if not, I totally understand. This isn't for everybody, but as long as we get you qualified, you can see what the savings are. It's worth your time. And then usually it's like, okay, 15 minutes. I don't make it like a huge deal. Like oh you have to sit down like oh like why not just be like hey we're really here we're just here to help you, and that's when they're like okay we trust you on that aspect.
0: That's solid, solid, solid. Awesome. Go dude. I think someone else had a question too. Yeah I
1: have uh, sure. a Um basically I am fine uh, with.
0: That. Oh, I think I maybe. Like
1: you muted yourself.
0: And maybe just muted her or she did. I'm not sure one of us maybe did. I'm here.
1: Um, like I can talk to people, but I find it hard to like Hello? ask for their bill, I guess. I don't know how to
0: Hello I don't know. Can you phrase it again, how you did it?
1: Yeah, so after I kinda of described like the um, state solar program stuff, I just asked them, Hey, do you get your bill online or on paper like on paper? And then they usually, they tell me every time, like, oh, I get online. Like, awesome, I'll pull your phone up real quick. I can take a picture that graph that I showed you. And then we can get this started for you. And I go right to my iPad. They get on paper. Awesome, you want to go grab that real quick? it would be super quick, super easy, so you, um, so you can qualify. And then go right to your iPad. So it's like a really quick transition. Just, hey, want to go grab that? And then as soon as they start walking away, just act like you're doing something important. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, who asked that question? What's... Do we know her name? I'm, I'm guessing it's not Brian. I don't or... think it's. I don't
1: think it's. Don't it's that's Layla.
0: Layla. Layla. Okay. That's Layla. Layla. Thanks for your question. I think Hi. that's a really good question that a lot of new struggle with. Any other questions for Bree? All right, Bree. Just making sure. Do you like to go by Brianna, or is Bree what you like to be called?
1: Because people call me Brianna and that's not my name. So okay. it's Brianna, like Anna, and everyone says it wrong, so I just go by just
0: Bri. Wait, did I just say it right though? I think I said Brianna.
1: Yeah, you did. Wow. I'm actually
0: proud of you. Everyone says it wrong. <laughs> I saw two n so I figured it must have been Anna. It. Um, yes. Is all right, well, I'll call you Bree and Brianna sometimes. Just depends. <laughs> um Guys, I'm uh, now on transition to closing because obviously Bree's sweet spot is being able to get in the home with the bill, but also to close them down. Since you started closing, Bree, do you know how many closed deals you're at right now?
1: I could tell you in a moment. I think it's like, uh, I had a couple cancels as the part of the job happens. Uh-huh. But I think I'm at like 11, 12. maybe more than that. I have one,
0: two, three from last week, seven from the week before, 14,
1: 14. Wow. So, I mean- I, it's, I was out a couple
0: of weeks. You were gone for a couple of weeks, is that what you said?
1: No, I've only been um, closing for a couple of weeks.
0: And you're already at 14.
1: Yes, I had seven last week and then three, no, three last week and seven before. And
0: Dang. I had two the
1: week before
0: that. That and is two, so um, crazy. That. that is so, so awesome. I'm stoked to hear that. I think that that just shows everybody that even you'll, you've only been closing for a few weeks and you've already made, I don't even know how much money that is from 14 deals. Yeah. <laughs> but that is so, so cool. So obviously I want to learn from you. When you first started closing, when you first started self-genning, was it hard? Was it easy? What was that transition like?
1: Um, Jake Holgate had a voice recording of his clothes and I took that and I listened to it the whole hour. I'd pause every couple minutes and I'd write notes on it, and I studied that. So my it wasn't super hard transitioning because we had a deck slide, and then I just went through it. And I sat down with the guys and I would pitch to them like they were customers, and I'd take the notes I had. I'd look at the notes and then like I'd stop, look at the slide, and then pitch again. And I'd keep redoing it until I got it down before. So I didn't go to an appointment like, oh, oh, oh. So I mean, practice was really the only thing that kind of made it easier, but I didn't really have much. It would, Struggle transitioning because I just practice a
0: lot. Because you practice a lot, and I think that's what separates you from most people. Like I think Bree's super personal, guys. I really do. But I think a lot of you guys are as well. Like I don't think it's like this anomaly that oh man she's so personal. I can't be like that. That's crazy. Like in my opinion, if you have a recording and you have a deck and you go through it multiple times with people and you get it down, you can be amazing. You really can. Like the last four years doing this job, I have seen people close deals that I never thought could. And now like every barrier is broken in my mind that, oh, you can't close if you're this, or you can't close if you're that, or like straight up, doesn't matter what it is. I believe you can close if you practice and put preparation into it. And so that's what you did beforehand. What did you say, Bree? Oh, my best close was last
1: week. Like my best ever.
0: Your best ever close. Why Why do you say that? What makes it your best ever close?
1: Oh, because I went in there, my sister even said, you don't have to go if you don't want to. It's not solid. Um, she was signed with AKE, already put $6,100 into AKE, and went there, built a lot of reports. She had a whole wall of books, talked about books for like 15 minutes, and then got on her good side, sat down there, went through the whole backslide, um, just made her my best friend, talked about her company and stuff, and then she ended up calling AKE on the spot, canceling, getting a refund, and then she's paying cash with us now
0: wow that is wild
1: i knew more information they didn't go over offsets with her they didn't go over like insurance she had a tier one so it wasn't like huge but they didn't even tell her and then um they didn't go over how the taxable income like um
0: the tax credit yeah
1: yeah i didn't go over any of that stuff with her so it's me knowing like how to describe it better she said they might have touched base on it but they didn't go into detail because they didn't know and it's like me knowing the information and then me just being really personal i mean i just literally took $6,100 from A.K.E. and put it back in her
0: pocket just to put it in So. Dang, that is amazing. That's super cool. So right now, just kind of walk me through your clothes. When you walk into home, you first get in there, you build a rapport for 15 minutes, it sounds like, or so. And then you try and transition to your deck, right? And then at the end of your deck, then you try and wrap up things and actually get the document signed. Is that kind of your three steps? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you get in there. How long do you usually build a rapport for? Is it 15 minutes or is that too long, too short? Uh,
1: that's kind of long. If I self done it, I do all my rapport building really on the set. And then when I go and sit, I'm like, oh, hey, Susie Q. Um, like, how are you doing? Da-da-da-da. I already know about family and stuff because I built so much rapport before. And then I go in, I'll come on one or two things in the house that, like, stick out, like an armoire or, like, a picture frame or something, like yeah. a picture, and then I'm, like, awesome, let's get this information that we talked about last time, and then I sit down at the table and then kind of go through it. So those are, like, kind of, like, five-minute um, five minute rapport building, but then if I if it's someone else's set, I'll take 10, 15 minutes so I can really understand them, and I ask more questions, like, hey, what's your highest, though? Because some people, if you ask them their average, they're, like, 130, but then you ask them on the spot, like, what's your highest? Oh, like, 300, and then they're, like, the lowest. Oh, it's, like... It's like 120. I'm like, okay, 130 is not your average at that point. Totally. So like, I know how to accommodate my measurements and like, what am I price at and stuff
0: like that. That's cool. So if you self-gen it, then you build a lot less rapport because you feel like you already did the first time you met them, right? Mm-hmm. But if you close it and you had a setter set it for you, you know you need to build that rapport. Yep. <clears throat> and guys, that's they have a, to trust me. totally. And that's a good nugget right there. Like everything Bri just said is so valuable because so many of us as setters, we think oh, man, we don't need to build any more report when we go back cause we've already done it. You still need to build a little bit. And also, sometimes as a self-gener, if you set it, you think, oh, I need to build tons of rapport. You don't need to build that much. You already did. Right? You got to find that fine line where people aren't like, all right, Bree, what are you doing? Like, why are you at my house? Yeah. Like, get out of here type of thing. But if you <laughs> do have a setter, you do need to go back there and make sure they trust you because they don't know yeah. you. They've never, they've never heard of you. They trusted your setter, not you. Right? Kind of thing.
1: Like I'm selling you a fifty thousand dollar loan, you're not gonna want to just not know who I am. Totally, like you gotta know
0: something about me. Totally. So then, how do you transition from your building rapport to actually getting to your deck? Like, do you have a one line, or how do you not get lost in the rapport? I think a lot of closers have an issue and setters with their building so much rapport and they're doing well, but they get stuck in that for thirty minutes or an hour or whatever it is, it can never get to their deck.
1: Usually, when I'm going through the home, like, oh, you can sit here and stuff, I'll let. Like, Walk and talk, so I won't like sit down until my rapport is kind of over and my report spiel. So when I sit down, that's when it's like awesome, like let's get into this. I like, dive in. So we're both like, we're kind of like sitting down together and let's like, open up like the iPad and stuff. So it's kind of easier to transition that way. If we're like sitting right away, I'll ask a couple questions. That's when I don't build as much because it's really awkward just sitting there like interviewing them at that point, like, What's your family like? Oh, what did you do? This? Like, what would you do today, or something like that? It's really more awkward uh-huh. so i try to walk as slow as i can and just talk as much as i can and not walk to the table and then before i even sit down i'm like awesome and so like i keep talking and then when i'm ready to actually get down to business that's when i'm ready to like sit down
0: totally because
1: once you sit down you're like it's kind of it's just awkward i think for me it is <clears throat> i just like jake like how is your day Do you have any kids it's like it's not it's not like a natural feeling
0: interesting I think that and you don't interview your
1: friends. No, totally. <laughs> you talk, talk to your friends.
0: Totally. I think also,
1: every- if you know they have a dog, put dog treats in your car. Wow. Like I said, these are people's babies. I always bring a treat if I know they have a dog.
0: Interesting. And people are cool with that. They're cool with you feeding their dog treats or whatever.
1: Oh, huge report builder. It's like, oh, that's so cute. in a bag. You brought Quincy a treat. And then, if you go back for your follow-up, say, like, on site survey day or um, installation day, you know they have a dog, bring another treat, bring a dollar toy, like, it's just something that makes them feel like, oh, I was important, or like, oh, my baby's important to this person, doesn't even know me.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Guys, that is the first time I've interviewed hundreds of closers, and that's the first time I've ever heard that insight. Did you come up with that on your own, or does Holgate do that too, and Diego, or everyone kind of does that? You came up with it on your own. that's a Brie special.
1: I know how I know. Yeah, I know how important my dog is to me. So I'm like, that's wow. like anyone. I mean, dogs are important.
0: That is wild. I um, for cats
1: though, I don't like cats. No. <laughs> just the dogs.
0: Just the dogs. That's crazy. That's wild. Well, that's a good. That's a good insight. So you bring the treats. You sit down. You try and get rapport built quick, and then you go through your deck. Are you using the same deck that everybody else is in Florida? Have you customized that? Have you tailored it? Or is your deck the same as the one that Carson gave you or whatever else?
1: It's the same. I took out, um, I think, like two slides. The one of the factory, and then there's two that have the power plants on it. I just took one of those out because you don't need both of them. Uh But besides that, same deck that everyone else uses here.
0: That's awesome. And how long does it usually take you to go through the deck? Like when you start to finish, (laughs) what's that going to be looking like?
1: Mine's quick. It's usually like 30 minutes. Okay. Like from, um, no, I'd say it's like 20 minutes with the deck, and then I'm in and out like 45. It's presentation and doc signing.
0: Okay. So 45 minutes fourth, total. You're in and out in 45 minutes total with docs signed, everything.
1: My quickest close is 26 minutes.
0: Wow. So you get in there, you build a report, you go through the deck, you sign docs, and get out in 45 minutes usually. That is interesting. If you don't want to
1: give them that time to like procrastinate and think more on it, because once you give them that, that, long, like that long period of time to like, well, should I? That's when their brain starts to hit the negative sides of mm-hmm. it and they think more. So if you get them on the spot and you just kind of go through it really quickly, ask them the whole time, you have any questions? Like, you have any questions? I always ask them like, after every slide, does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. Next slide. Interesting. And then at the end, when like, you see the savings, like, let's do this. And then like Holgate, he's like, Okay. Awesome. Let's do it. Pulls it towards them and starts typing stuff in. That's where I got that from. So it's really quick and easy to transition into doc signing. Yeah. I think it's known that it's not like a huge deal. It's just qualification, and then Automate site is coming out next week. Is that okay? Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. cool. I
0: that's awesome. So when they when it comes to the end of the deck, how do you so That's what you do. You just say, Hey, it's you qualified type of thing. You you start doing it, or is there like a one liner you have or? Is there, is there ever any pushback with homeowners saying, oh, I don't want to sign up, though?
1: Um, I've had a little bit of it. Then I'm like, okay, what's the... I always ask them, like, okay, what's the deciding factor? Like, what's going to make or your um opportunity for you? I would say it's opportunity or something like that, or, like, this offer, like, make it seem like it's not, oh, you're just buying something, like, it's something that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. So I word it however they're feeling. Oh, like, with this opportunity, like, what's going to hold you back? And I hear it, and then I touch base on it, and then I, I kind of, like, dive head first just so they I can knock out anything they say no to and my deck slide I don't know about California stuff I don't know if you use the same one but um the last one it has like the seven steps mm-hmm. does everyone use that
0: yeah it's very similar Florida deck and California deck is very similar there's a few different nuances right, for different things but it's very similar
1: okay, so on mine I always make it seem like that's right this is where I do my pullbacks so I'll go I got to go through here. Oh, not that one. I got to say, hey, this is the qualification line. So we still don't know if we can do this. And I'll be like, we have to get you um, qualified finance, through finance. And then roof measurements. I say some people don't even pass like roof um, site surveys. Yeah, we could look at the roof and say it looks good. But you never know until we get out here. And only we can get out here is we get those docs signed and get you qualified. And then usually if I say that, I'm like, you still know if you can do it. That's that pullback. And that's when they're like, oh can we do it because i'm like mm. the savings are there like it's the only thing we have to do is so you can qualify it's the only one like quick step and I, that's when i turn it and i'm like you guys ready and i just start typing it out
0: that's awesome that's cool uh, so you yeah, use that you, slide. and i
1: always say, like, how do you um uh, correctly spell your last name and then they'll say that and that's when they know they're about to go through with it except they're like wait 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 and then i'm like okay i shut it i'm like okay what are we what are we deciding on? like what's what do I need to touch base on? Mm-hmm. And usually it's pretty easy to overcome an objection because I know the information. And
0: yeah.
1: then I just get back to docs and sign them.
0: That's awesome. That's cool. I think that's really valuable to use those slides. I mean, those slides are very, very well thought out. There's a lot of psychology in them that shows people, like, hey, keep on moving towards this direction. Is there any other slides in the deck that you hit on hard that you feel like are a game-changer slide for you?
1: Oh, um. This one, for sure. I feel like this one usually makes the most. This is how everything makes sense, the this one. Okay. Some people take this out and don't like it at all. I think it makes the most sense because it shows, like, production line. It's not their system, obviously. But, like, I always, like, you have all these access credits. So, a lot of people are worried about running out of power mm. or paying off power. And I'll say the work has rollover minutes. Like, you have to. I, this is, like, the diagram I have every time. And I always touch base. Like, you have a connection fee here. And then your higher offset. Let's get those credits switched over so you don't have to um, pay golf power. And I just kind of, this is the biggest thing for me because it makes the most sense. You can go through that meeting and you can go through how it works, but once they see it and they see how solar is going to like keep on going and like not run out just after that month, I feel like it makes sense to the homeowners then.
0: Totally. Because so every time
1: I hit this slide, they're so like, they're like, oh, okay. And that's when they kind of like process it better.
0: For sure. So do you draw those circles every time? You draw that on there every time?
1: Yeah.
0: That's cool. That's awesome. I've noticed there's a few pivotal slides for everyone that they have in their deck that if you use those people will close. If you don't hit on them people won't close. So I think that's super valuable. Well I want to open it up to ask a few questions to make sure that I'm not skipping anybody's feedback or whatever it is. So guys do we have any questions for Bree? I have more questions I could ask her all day but do you guys have any questions for Bree about closing or anything you've heard so far? Maybe, maybe not. I think we had a smaller group today because Memorial Day. Was there a lot of Florida people gone? Hey, sorry, Brie, I have a question. They're doing some work in our room, so I had to do a to different different. Oh, you know, but um, one of the questions I had is how do you, everyone kind of does it a little differently. How do you transition from like the end of your day into signing docs? Do you go back into building your board? Do you kind of just stay focused on the docs? Or what's kind of your way of doing that and kind of making it not such a big deal, but also getting to the point, if that makes sense?
1: Um, That last slide with the seven steps. I just say, hey, this is your qualification line. Oh, I just showed it. You know how it is where it says, um, I say this is no man's land. And I just kind of make it a joke. Like, we have the numbers, you know the information. Just kind of like what you're going to do next. Say, so, hey, this is no man's land. We know the information. Um, this is a qualification line here. We still have to get your roof um, checked out. We can look at it and say it looks awesome. I know he's got it fixed because of Hurricane Michael. We still have to come out and make sure it's um, sustainable for solar, da, da, da. And then I go back and be like, is there anything that would hold you back to an opportunity? And usually say no. And then I just turn it. Like, Jake, you know, Jake turns it and starts typing. That's what I do. So just making sure it's, like, a huge, like, you have to qualify for this. We still don't even do Those pullbacks that we always talk about, that's the biggest thing when I go to Docs, signing, just the pullbacks. If that makes sense.
0: It made sense to me. I don't know if it made sense to Delhi. Oh, yeah. There oh, yeah. you yeah, go. Thank
1: you. Okay.
0: Is there any other questions for Bree? I was saying that we have a smaller group on today. I don't know if Memorial Day, all the Florida guys are, I don't know where they're at, but we have a smaller group than normal. I know
1: a couple of people have appointments
0: right now. Bree, something I was going to ask you, I was still going to ask you about follow-ups with closing. So if they do say no to you, like, at the end, if you're like, you try your best in you know, the sign docs and everything, and then it's like, no, look, I want to take time to think about it. Don't push me. What's your approach there? Um. Or does that never wait, happen after to you? Wait,
1: asking me to leave or after I leave, like, my follow-up
0: process? Um, They're not asking you to leave, like, in a harsh way. They're just saying, like, hey, I don't want to sign today. I want a few days to think um, about it. You know? They're not like, I hate you, yeah. leave, get out of my house. It's just like, hey, I need some time. Can you come back again? Like, what do you do?
1: Yeah, so I always um, make sure I give them a card. Like, if you have any questions at all, even if you want to know the weather, you want to know what I'm doing, just call me and I make a joke. Like, that number is my personal number. It's my 616 six, six, da, da 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 And then I say, hey, I'm going to follow up in a couple of days, in the next 24 to 48 hours, just to make sure we are on the same page. And those questions, write them down if you need to. I said, I'm here to help you guys. I just really want to see you guys um, be able to start saving some money and start producing your own energy. And then usually, like, okay, I can follow up. And then I always go back the next day. I'll call them. If they're home, I'll go there. If not, 48 hours, I'll go the second day. And then I'll talk to them. And then I've had two puzzles that way. I went back. I was like, let's sit down. Let's talk about it again. Like, what are we not um, feeling comfortable with? I said, I want to make you feel comfortable. This is a big change, but we're going to get through it. I'm here to help you guys make this as smooth as I can, but transition. And then I just hear what they have to say. But I always go back within 24 to 48 hours. After that it's kind of hard if you go back in a week they're gonna forget it they're gonna have probably two more door knockers that could have gotten their foot in the door so you don't want to lose your your lead by not making time so I always but know I have a follow-up I like go solid one um that hour gap I was t- talked about I would just put them in the hour gap, and I would make sure I built it.
0: mm-hmm awesome and you always try and do it within 24 to 48 hours cool that's great Um, I think that some reps, again, not just with setting but with closing, you get lost in the sauce a little bit trying to manage your time with follow-ups. And so many people start saying, oh yeah, just come back tomorrow, come back tomorrow, and then you spend the whole day driving around, you never fill the funnel again, you don't focus on current appointments, stuff like that. So I think the night you've learned that, you're like unstoppable. That's the biggest thing that closers need to understand is how to manage their time, how to go to appointments, things like that. So I. I'm going to ask, I think that we're out of questions, and I think I'm all good. We'll let you guys get back to your day, unless anyone has anything else, before we wrap up the call. Bree, right.
1: quick question. How long have you been out? Um, March 1st. Okay,
0: cool, cool. Bree, how old are you?
1: 21.
0: 21. I just turned 21 in April. Old soul. There you
1: go. old. <laughs> so old. <laughs>
0: All right, well, Bree, thank you so much for your time. It was so good to be on here with you. Like, Guys, I took notes the whole time. I was writing things down that I learned from Bree. I hope you guys were as well. Um, some really key points I realized is that like Bree is good at this job naturally, but she's also worked hard, and she also knows her weaknesses, like time management or whatever else that she's trying to work on. I think if you guys can all identify your weaknesses, understand what they are, and then go get help with those things, that will level up your game. Right? Sometimes you don't need to work on building rapport for Bree, you need to work on time management. Right? You have a different issue. Whereas other people might be great at that, but bad at building rapport. And so whatever your issue is, just identify it and go fix it. Also a really cool key point I learned from Bree was about the dog treats. I really do bet that's like a really good thing to do. I really, really do. Um, I remember so many dogs coming to bug me when I was closing deals and whatever and people definitely care about their dogs. So thanks so much, Brie, for your time. Is there anything else you want to add or throw in there?
1: Um, if you have any questions about anything ever, just text me or find my number, or Snapchat, whatever you want. I'm always here to help. I'm a night owl. I'm up every minute of the day, basically. <laughs> so just reach out if you ever need anything, work-wise, not work-wise, just talk to someone.
0: That's awesome. That's cool. Well, thanks so much for your time, guys. And Bree, we'll talk to you later. For once in a lifetime, you need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast.